American football in Finland. Maple League teams are back in action on Thursday with the Butchers versus Roosters. And then Friday, we got Royals versus Crusaders. And Saturday's game is the Wolverines versus the Crocs. Ooh, I'm not watching Saturday's game. Uh, <laughs> let's spend some time looking into each one of those matchups. First game, Butchers at 6-3 and three versus the Roosters at 4-4. Four and four. Last time these two teams played, Butchers shellacked the Roosters 43 to 20. Butchers, they six and three. Like we said, they pretty much got second seed wrapped up, but winning this game would kind of ensure that they can't have enough losses, you know, that would get them closer. But for the Roosters, they they need a win. They're trying to get in the playoffs. Uh what do you think about this one? What's the interesting part about it or storyline? Man. Um, this is playoff implicating. Playoff implicating right here, boy. It's a playoff game to me. That's how I'm looking at it. It's like it's a playoff game. And I think both teams have to look at it that way. I think this will be – I think this will be a good game. I think this will be a very, very good game. Um, the Roosters have to – they have to win. Yeah, they have, have to. to win. Yeah, they have to. Win. Yeah, it's like it's, it's if losing at this point does not help you at all, and you probably won't get much help from another team at this point. So you have to win out. Um and, and this I, is the non-travel game for them too. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they travel, but the other two games they have to play is in Corpio and Cineo. This is this is one of them like, hey, uh, we have to play like we're going to play or we want to play in every playoff game. So they might as well just look at it that way and say, hey, in order for us to get to our, our next goal or whatever it is. We have to take. We have to start with this game. There, there's going to be some matchup issues, I think, between both secondaries. But I think so. the team that, the team that doesn't turn the ball over, will prop the team that has the less turnovers in this game. I think will win. Yeah, that makes sense. I was, I was gonna say like for matchups, I, I think the the secondaries of both teams because, I mean, it's the Maple League. It takes yeah. thirty. And I think both yeah. teams can score thirty on the other team. So, like you said, it's really who who's we we want to say secondary, but maybe it's a linebacker or something like whoever's. I mean, again, and maybe it's a sack or or a forced fumble. Whoever team creates more turnovers is probably going to be the team that has more offensive possessions and ends up with more points. I mean, I I don't like to guess scores, but if this game ended up being like. 42 to 38, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I, I think um, with the Butchers playing at home and it being on like a Thursday night game, I don't think we're going to get nearly as many fans out there, which if I was – if they were able to, you know, like do like primetime games and move games around, this is the game that you would move to Saturday. <laughs> this is probably the best game of the week. It's going to be played on a Thursday night in Porvu of all places. So I won't be there. I was just in Porvu. Uh, it was a nice place to visit. I ain't going there too often. But I, I do think that this is going to be a really close one. I, I don't think either team is that much better in any aspect than the other to make it like a blowout. So that that's that game. I, I mean, interesting aspect of this Thursday night game. 
Yeah, and and, and another thing, I think okay, the quarterbacks. I think Gwyneth, Brandon Gwinter, Senadinos. I think they're going to have a big part in this. Obviously, um, Brandon Gwinter been has been playing uh, amazing. Uh, when we first, I think we we talked to him um, prior to the season starting. Mm-hmm. Um, asked asked him why did he choose Porvo? Yeah, why did he come back? Why did he come back and and go there? And now it's coming to the forefront of why now, and I see why because he's seen something in the guys that were on the team that he felt like he could lead. Yeah, and there's no better feeling to uh, to see something come forward like this to put yourself in a position to, you know, not just go to the playoffs because the butchers of recent first rounders, they're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of recent first round, they done. If they got there, they done in the first round. So um, to put themselves in a, in a position to where they're the, one of the top teams and to maybe have home field advantage, um, that's a big thing for Porvo to pop to, to have home field advantage too. Um, the yep. crowd is gonna love that. It's gonna be a great football environment if they can get that. So I think that's what they're thinking about. Is we're not trying to lose. Um, so I think we'll see the best out of both teams this game, and um, the quarterbacks. It starts there. So whichever quarterback can can stop not. I mean, not give turnovers and not put a team in, in, in certain positions, I think that's who wins the game. But I think this is going to be a close one. I, I'm not even going to lie. I think it's going to be a highlighted game. Uh, I won't say shootout because I know sometimes in these games, everybody can be on their stuff, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, But it's going to be hard to stop Whitner. I mean, Kittner. Um, it's going to be it's going to be hard to stop Miko Sepner. You know, it's going to be stop. hard. And no, like, no one's getting stopped. I, yeah, like everybody's yeah, like, getting theirs. Yeah, I don't think nobody's like, stopping no one in this. It's one. it's basically the team that has the ball when the, when the clock is running out. It's like it might be one of those games. I'm hoping it's one of those games, just from a fan perspective. But I know this can be a matchup hell for both sides, and we're probably going to see a lot of big plays in this game. And uh, the team that obviously get the turnovers, I think, will end up winning the game. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, last thing I'll say about this one, hopefully the Butchers have enough referees in the back of the end zone for this game, right? If you're listening to my voice, you're now part of the AFF community. But don't be shy about supporting us. Head over to our website and order some AFF swag. Get a t-shirt for this beautiful summer weather. Or a comfy hoodie you can rock all year long. And if you really want the drip, scoop up one of our limited edition snapback caps. Everything you need to represent the AFF community can be found on our website at AmericanFootballInFinland.com forward slash merch. Second game of this week, uh, Royals at 4-5 and five versus Crusaders at 3-6. and six. Last time these two teams played, UNC won 42-35, but that was a much different UNC team last time they played. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would do the storyline for this one is that both of these teams have to win. This is a playoff game. Whichever one of these teams win is most likely going to get that last spot or at least have a chance or still be in contention. Yeah, there you go. Whoever wins this game is still in contention for the playoffs. If the Crusaders win this game and the Royals lose, that's going to give them the same record and Crusaders have tiebreaker because they beat them twice. So that puts the Royals out of it because that, that means they can't beat anybody – by winning six games. 
Like they they don't get any tie. They would have lost both tiebreakers to the Roosters and USC. But if the Royals win, USC is out because they can't win six games, and the Royals are one game away from playoffs or one one way one game away. Yeah, away from technically being the playoff race. Yeah. So yeah, that storyline is this the playoff game? Like if you win, you still got a shot. You lose, you're done. I wonder what they're gonna do when they're done. Like whichever team is done at this point, like. Crusaders, do you send all them imports back to Spain? Royals, <laughs> do you let those kids go back to school? School would have started by then. I don't know. <laughs> school about to start in August, so tell them, hey, maybe I'll have to show for the rest of the games. I don't know. What's a key matchup in this one for you? What would be a key matchup in this one? Uh, I'm trying to think um, myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what would be one. Uh, um, Alpha versus everybody, right? Yeah, um, yeah. How much is Alpha gonna do? I, I yeah, think how do you it. use him in this game? Because he he can't guard everybody from UNC, right? Yeah, no, no. I think what you do is you try to control the clock. Um, I think you try to get the running game going. I think I think that's where uh, the Royals can win the running game. I think if they if they're able to get the running game going to the point of where they have to respect the running game before the pass, that'll open up. The zone read, um, the fly sweep, that'll open a lot of that up. I think Timothy will probably have to do a lot with his feet this game, um, which I don't think he'll have a problem with um, because, you know, UNC doesn't have the depth. Yeah, and they, um, they did so a good job of that last game, you know, implementing Alpha Jallo at running back. They did a lot yeah. of, like, speed options with uh, Tim and Alpha. Um, they showed in that last game that, you know, they're willing to – Live or die with Alpha Tim Suosti, like yeah, them three yeah. guys. Yeah, and at this point, you got to. At yeah. this point, you just got to. They, you have to get your the absolute best from those three mm-hmm. in these next games. And you, and you, it's just what it is. What it is. Um. So I think. Um. And just tell them Alpha, background guys to just you know stay quiet back there. <laughs> yeah, you just. I mean, yeah, because it's like if you don't show up, it's like a lot. Of, like I always say, it's a lot of pictures on Instagram, but it's not a lot of plays. Mm. So like that's the new age of football now. It's like, oh, I look good playing football, but I don't see any highlights. I'm not seeing the plays that come behind it. It's just a whole bunch of nice pictures. So at some point you gotta actually play football too. Especially so, when they put up those pictures of stats. I love yeah, those pictures. Yeah. Like, oh, I got this many stats. Okay, well show me what they look like in the game. Show yeah. me what it looked like. So I, I, I just think uh the Royals have obviously a task. I, I don't say a task, but it is a task because at at the other side, um, UNC can 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 hit big too on offensively. So um, I think the running game for the Royals is is what's most important coming into this game. Is trying to get that going to where you limit how many times um, the Crusaders can get the ball and run plays and and get the ball to their to their better players. So um, if the Royals can do that, I think they put themselves in a good position. Um, yeah. If not, then you got. You know, Robert over there throwing everything possible at you to put up points. They're going to give up points, so much, too. Yeah, yeah. there's only so much you can do. And there's so, so much Alpha can do at safety in that corner when you got Sed, you got RJ, and then you got Seth that you got to deal with on the other side. So, and the quarterback um, can run, too, if he needs to. And the to quarterback. Can, yeah. So, ooh, this right here will be the battle. I'll say the battle of the imports more than any other game. This will be the battle of the imports. Yeah, and just, if anybody's listening, yeah, we're considering Tom Suosti an import. He's that good. Yeah. 
Flag Football in Finland. Yes, the annual AFF Turkey Bowl Flag Football Tournament is back for the fourth consecutive year. This year's 5-on-5 Flag Football Tournament will be held on November 11th at Mukala Sports Hall in Lati. Men's and women's teams are invited to play in a fun and competitive environment with bragging rights on the line. Registration is open until September 1st, so sign your squad up today. Registration can be completed at AmericanFootballInFinland.com forward slash turkey dash bowl. Last game of the weekend, the Wolverines at 0-8 versus the Crocs at 7-1. Uh, last matchup, Crocodiles won 69-0. Uh, what about this game is – interesting to you at all like that's all we can really say is there's something interesting right yeah um i i i I know a lot of coaches don't like for their players to rest uh so i don't expect uh christian powell and all of them to play all game i do expect them to play first quarter second quarter um to kind of put the game up um but for the for the crocodile, this is one of them games where you just want to try to run some plays that maybe you're thinking about running later on, getting some guys some some playing time that you might need throughout the playoffs. Um, just kind of knocking some dust off of some things that you probably need to work on. Um, but you don't have to. Christian Powell doesn't need 25 carries. He doesn't need 20 carries in a game like this. You don't want to risk him taking any injuries that's not warranted. Um, the game still has to be played, but I just think the Crocs, obviously, defense will play. A lot of the defensive guys will still play just to make sure that, you know, nothing crazy happens in this game. Um, but you just want to get out of games like this healthy still um, and worked on some some things that you probably need to work on. Um, it's no matchup uh, awareness at all in this. this it's more so as like, the Wolverines are at the mercy of the Crocs and how much they want to do. Um, but I think for the Wolverines, it's, hey, we we already at the, at the point we at, like, we might as well just throw everything at them, you know? Like, and we've seen teams, not maybe like on this level, but we've seen lower teams beat teams because of what time it is in the season and the other team doesn't take them serious and block field goals start happening. I don't foresee the Wolverines doing that. Um, but I think the Crocs do have to take this serious. Um, and hey, we're coming, we still got work to put in, we still got to do this and do that. So, um, no matchups, but it's just a matter of the Crocs, you know, getting another W, getting out of there healthy, and, and getting ready for their next I would, game. I would suggest to the Crocs if, if any of them, you know, listen to the podcast because everybody listens to the podcast, but uh, maybe not go about it like the Butchers did. Uh, not let the Wolverines hang around and force your players to play, you know, three quarters. Maybe put up 21 in the first quarter. Yeah, it might work. <laughs> just, just come out, put your foot on the gas, let them know, hey, you're not going to win this game. Don't get no ideas. And then the Wolverines will be more likely to be like, okay, well, we're not going to try too much because obviously we can't win. But if you let a team like the Wolverines hang around, they willing to do stuff like the Philly special hook and ladder and double, triple reverses and stuff like that for no reason. So I, I really hope the crocodiles go into it with the mindset of this is still, you know, 
this is still another game, another opportunity. One thing I think will be interesting about this game is the Crocs had a bye week last week, so they didn't have a game. They played the Wolverines. That's kind of like not a game, more like a practice or a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have another bye week for the national team games. So mm-hmm. just just to put this out there so we have something to talk about on this game, do you think that this this time of the season could set the Crocodiles back by not having competitive games for almost a month? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it does. I mean, if you're not being challenged, then you're not pushing yourself to – another level. Um, the last thing the Crocs want to do is get in the playoffs and then actually got a close game or mm-hmm. um, or a game where you didn't pay attention to this on film and it's taking and it's making you, you know, take it, take some losses in the game. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's hard for a team to continue to come out every week and work at getting better when you're, when you're winning and you're beating people Um and you're not playing anybody that's really challenging you and pushing you to to, to go to a new height. It's kind of hard to do that. So um, this is more mental for the Crocs. It's more like let's be sharp. Let's be organized. Let's get to the ball. You're going over the fundamentals now, and you hope that the team sticks with this play throughout the, the next month. And it sucks because it's not their fault. It's yeah. not their fault that nobody else is giving them uh, even, a go, a, a real go back, size. Yeah. Even when even they come back the, from the break, I'm looking at the yeah. schedule now, they're going to most likely be playing the Royals when they come back from that break. And at yeah. that point, I mean, I don't want to say it, but Royals probably won't be in the playoff picture. So it'll be it's another a, game a, that's not, you know, worth anything for them. The way that this season been going, bro, I can't even I can't even comfortably say like like I can't even comfortably say who's gonna be where the way this season is going. Like I know the Crocs True. will be yeah. I think the Crocs will for sure be one. I think the Butchers, um, God forgive forbid they don't just have a total breakdown in these next games. I yeah. think they finish two or three. Corpio, I don't know. Like well, I just they, don't they got know five wins already. Yeah, it's like Corpio won enough early. Yep. To kind of put them in a position to where they can inconsistently play. They can take a loss here, win here, take mm-hmm. a loss here. You know, they they did what they had to do at the beginning of the season, but the way the season is going, you just literally game to game with certain teams don't know what team they're going to show up with. And during this these next two games or next game, we're going to see the playoff teams usually play up to another level to show all right, yeah, I know we had some inconsistencies during the season, and we've been working on these things, but now this is the product that we have, and this is what we're going into the playoffs with. And it's just hard to say. Like, it's like I had no idea, going back to the Royals game, I had no idea that the Royals were about to win the game in the fashion in which they wanted. I know you're saying alpha against everybody else, but at the same time, it's like, we thought we knew what the Steelers were capable of, right? Yeah, I knew what the Steelers were capable of, too, because I'm like, okay, like, okay, with reason over, it's a little different, but without reason over, they don't have an identity. Mm-hmm. And it showed in this game that they just do not have that identity anymore. And it sucks because you had an opportunity to to do something about that. 
not saying don't bring reason over back, but you had an opportunity to sign a new back or sign whatever. And they made a decision and they going with it. And I think they, they still still think that you got to even with and without reason over it. And this is random because this ain't got nothing to do with this game, but even with and without reason over this, you still have the same issue. Now with reason over, you can overcome the issue. Without yeah. reason over, you've had a mixed bag. The yeah. issue is still there, and it's number nine. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's and and I like the thing too. This is another thing. People that listen to this this podcast got to understand. Like, like for one, we're not some like old players who like just just bitter about y'all playing and all this stuff. Like, I honestly have other things in my life that I could be doing. I'm just telling you straight up. Like, <laughs> I honestly have other stuff in my life that I could be doing with this time that we talk about this. So it's nothing personal when we talk about it. But I'm speaking from a football fan and a football, just a person that observes football. Yep. Um, this is saying that Ambro is the problem. Is nothing wrong with saying that because you can watch the games and see that he is the problem. Now, some problems can be real, real bad for you, and some problems you can deal with. It's almost like being married and and and, and the person you with drinks a lot. Like they're a great person when they're not drinking. So it doesn't mean that people <laughs> like you're not supposed to leave them because they drink sometimes. You know what I mean? It's just this is what you got with with Ambrose. It's like growing pains. It's like he has to get better. The only way he can get better is he play more. And this is the time where you're like, oh, we need you to play like the seven-year starter. He's not yeah. there yet. Yeah, he's not he's there not yet. He's not there yet. So, so you're gonna take them L's. So you're gonna take these type of losses. You're gonna take the, you're gonna have these type of games, even though the rest of your team is maybe intact. The quarterback is the most important position. And if your quarterback is not consistently playing good, you will lose games and you will lose games that you're supposed to win because of his play. The turnovers, the the just sometimes he's like the throwing in the dirt. And then there's times where he's like making great throws. It's just mentally you have to know at quarterback that it's on me to put my team in the best situation possible. And if you can't do that, you will take losses. And that's what's been happening this year with Corpio because this is not what we're used to seeing from Corpio. Um, I felt like they built this team and this organization up to be a certain standard. And this is not the standard that the fans from Corpio are used to. And this is not the standard that we're used to is, is, is seeing them play. So, Ambro, keep working. Uh, keep getting better. Watch a lot of film. That's that's how you learn. Quarterbacks can go out there and do as many drills as they want to and throw fucking – I mean, you could throw out routes all day. You could throw go routes all day. But if you're not watching film and realizing and understanding where you could have went, or you went, you read something too late. If you're not doing that, you're not going to get better as a quarterback. And that's just something he has to do. And hopefully he will make those adjustments. It's just this year is growing pains. It's just what it is. He might put you in a good position or he might not. And he's just so happened to be the quarterback, so you can't take him out. So you got to live with it. And that's what they've been going through right now. So um, I think they're the team that has the most pressure out of all the other teams. It's because now Butchers, Roosters, UNC, anybody feel like they can beat them. And that's yeah. not what you want. 
You you yeah. don't want teams to feel like they going to the playoffs. Them. Yeah, looking yeah, like a so, loser. <laughs> yeah, like and, and like and you lo- and you luckily could do that. You you could mismatch losses and wins and still get into the playoffs because you won a certain amount of games early. So um, this is going to be a real interesting one, though. Crocodiles might beat the Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. Do you love football? Do you enjoy the AFF podcast? Well, we need your help to keep this party going. If you think you can be an asset to our team, please contact us immediately about joining the AFF squad. Email all inquiries to AmericanFootballInFinland at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram. All right, let's get into the weekend picks. Uh, We'll start with our pick'em rankings. First place, Spencer Cutlin at 25 and 5. Second place, Coach Q at 23 and 7. Third place, Chris Green at 22 and Eight fourth place Finland Swami at twenty one and six fifth place Coach Mike at twenty and seven sixth place is me Perfect Purvis at twenty one and nine seventh Alex Malchoy eighteen and nine eighth Andy B at fourteen and seven and tied in ninth is Jamal Clay and Jabari Harris at fourteen and ten. Oh, pretty much. I'm at. Well, let me see what my percentage is. Twenty one. I'm at 70% and I'm at sixth. Mm. Everybody below me is lower than 70%. Mm. That's not that bad. Like 70% and I'm in I'm in sixth. I'm four games back. So like more than enough times you're right. So yeah. I mean, that's 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 yeah, that's why that's why I don't understand people be having a, a problem with our picks. <laughs> because Look at the records. Like it's not like you off on them. Like it's not like it's a bad record where you just totally picking terrible. Like yeah, these are calculated picks that like make sense. Yeah, no, no disrespect to the you know guest panel guys, but the group that normally picks our games for AFF, we've been doing this for I think last three years. We've had almost the same people with us, the the two UK guys, and then Phil and Swami. We're all over seventy percent easily. I'm I'm seventy percent. I'm in six. The only person that's not in our regular group that's above me is Coach Mike, and that's because he's twenty and seven. That's because he's a week behind me in picks. Yeah. If I was, if he had a week more picks, then his number might be higher or lower. We'll find yeah. out. But I'm I'm climbing up the ranks. I just got more picks than a lot of these other people. But a lot of them don't have this as well. I mean, we got fourteen and seven, fourteen and ten <laughs> at the bottom. I really don't think Jabari counts. He just be picking the, the Wolverines sometimes. <laughs> like that, that he can't be trying to win by picking Wolverines. Yeah, I've seen him do it like twice. But like we say, picking easy, picking the winners of the game not easy, but we give it a shot. And since we've already talked about the games, now we'll go over our picks and why real quick, and we'll just do them by game. First game, Butchers versus Roosters. Q, who you got and why? Butchers are yet. <laughs> butchers versus the Roosters. Yeah. I'm going Butchers. Oh, okay. As a Roosters fan, that's and I'm a and I'm a I'm a Roosters fan, but I, I like when I go with them is when they lose. So <laughs> so uh, I'm not gonna go against the Butchers this time. I'm not going against the Butchers this time. I did last time and I and I regret it now because I I'm they're the better team right now. They're the better team. They've shown it week to week that they're more put together than most teams. 
So I'm going with the Butchers. The reason why I'm going with the Butchers is consistency. They're consistently putting up points. They're consistent. Like, even with the Crocs game, they, they came back and and, get, and made it a game. I mean, technically, should probably should have won the game. Um, but I just think the Butchers are on this high right now, and it's hard to get teams off of that. It's yeah. hard to – to uh to stop that like out the we're not counting the Wolverines game like that but even though with the Wolverines game they turned it on and and put the game away but um I think the Butchers ha- has the Roosters number right now and I hate to say that <laughs> and I really do hate to say that but I think they have their number um I do think the Roosters have the ability to make this to make me you know not right obviously but. I'd be a fool to go against the butchers at this time right now in the season. And I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to go with my gut and say that the butchers are going to win. I agree. I'm I'm also going to go with the butchers. And I think my reasoning is, first of all, I wanted to go with the roosters. I believe that the roosters can beat the butchers, but I don't think they will. And especially like even the last time they played, I still thought that they could have won, but they didn't show up and the butchers did. And the butchers are kind of on a roll now. They kind of understand what they need to do, and they'll be able to do it. But I'm looking at the schedule now. Now I'm playing the odds. I'm playing the numbers. And the <laughs> Roosters have at Butchers on a Thursday. Thursday games are hard. Yeah. They're hard because people got to go to work and stuff. And, like, there's always, like, little things coming away. You're playing at night. It's more like a practice time. You don't necessarily get geeked up for it. But that next week, they play the Steelers on a Saturday. Mm. All they got to do is win one of these next three. And they got Wolverines at the end of the season. And that's a dub. So I think that they're going to try to win this game. But, I mean, there could be the cases, you know, some players don't make it or maybe they're not mentally prepared. I don't know. And I don't even care. I think the Butchers going to get this dub on this Thursday night game. I think that's actually a better day for them to play. And I think the Roosters are going to try to end up beating like the Steelers or something next week. So I'm going with the Butchers for this one. Second game is the Royals versus the Crusaders. Oh, that's a hard game to pick. Who you got and why? Ooh, you say Royals and Crusaders, baby. Yeah, Royals, Royals and Crusaders. at home. This is a hard one. This is a hard pick right here for me. This is a hard pick right here for me. Um, I don't even want very- to pick this game. I'm done with both of these teams. Like, <laughs> yeah, UNC. I, 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 I believe UNC has it. I believe that on either. I, I believe that Seth can take over this game, but I also believe that Alpha can take over this game too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more pressure on the secondary of UNC Crusaders in this game. Um, to to be able to deal with Timothy, to be able to deal with Alpha, um, and Tom. I'm going Royals. Going Royals, huh? I'm going okay. Royals. Well, I'm going to go the opposite way, and I'm going to go UNC. And honestly, the only reason I'm going UNC is because UNC, they have enough players. Um, I'm just going to talk about them. I mean, you got you got RJ, you got Seth, you got Sid, you got Yodell. You got four guys that can, that can get you points. So you can get points. And you can't match up. You, you have Alpha that can maybe match up with one of those receivers at a time. And if he's playing safety, he's not really going to match up with anybody because they'll find other ways to get them the ball. But you're going to give up a lot of points to the Crusaders in this game. Ball, on the other hand, the Royals offense, they got three guys, Tim, Tom, Alpha. 
And the Crusaders will easily use RJ, Seth, Seth. They got Dante Edwards playing linebacker. And they their Spanish guys are good enough up front to hold the line. If they need to put somebody on alpha, they can find somebody. They can put somebody on alpha, put RJ on top, and still stop the Royals offense. Because they have uh, enough like key players to still do that. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's where it's going to be. All they have to do is stop them a couple times. Then they're playing from behind. If the Royals get behind, that takes Suosti almost out of the game. And now you're looking at just alpha. And if you're looking at just alpha, you got Dante Edwards has kind of slept on in the league. We don't talk about him a lot, but he can get to Timothy Morovic, and he's athletic enough to bring him down. A lot of these defensive linemen aren't that athletic, even some of these linebackers. But Dante Edwards, he low center of gravity, and, and he got a little right, shake right. in him. So mm-hmm. if they if they need to, they can slow down the Royals, and they keep the Royals under you know under thirty. That's the point. Because any I, week, I, Crusaders I just, get thirty. I mean, I just, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. When, when I when I when I see when I see uh the pressure that you like the pressure that the UNC quarterback takes, mm-hmm. when I think. about um, D'Amico and Ooh, the pre- true. Forget yeah, about you that. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I did like, forget about that. They old line is yeah, trash. Like, you're right. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that. That part of it controls a lot because if if Liddell doesn't have time, if he doesn't have time to get the ball out, he's going to get antsy. But that's and, what Seth. But that's what Seth does. Seth yeah, allows yeah. them not to have to pass all the time. Yeah, and if yeah. they're not passing all the time, it you can still kind of. You know, go away from Demarco. Yeah, it'll be an interesting game. I I do think it'll be closer than what we think, but I think it's it'll be one of those games where one team gets ahead, and then the other team kind of comes back, and then at the end, there's gonna be a lot of plays where like, man, this could have changed it, that could have changed it, but it Mm -hmm. didn't happen. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I think this is one of those games. That's what that's what we'll be looking at. We'll be looking at. Well, you know, if Alpha didn't have to play both ways, he could have done this here or this there. Or if RJ wasn't playing both ways, he would have been able to do this. Or if mm-hmm. Seth didn't have to come in and play defense. Like, I think that's what we're, we're going to do a lot of, like, uh, what is it called? Like, looking back. It's a, it's, yeah, looking back, like, yeah. 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 So, what is it called? Like, uh, 2020 vision or whatever like there's a phrase i can't remember but yeah we're gonna do a lot of looking back on that game but moving to the last game (laughs) wolverines versus crocs Uh, crocs (laughs) yeah i think that's pretty easy one i don't think we need to say why i think it's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory so let's get let's get out of here now american football in finland Attention business owners and entrepreneurs. Are you ready to connect with passionate American football enthusiasts in Finland? Look no further than the American Football in Finland podcast. With over 1,000 dedicated subscribers and an impressive 20,000 downloads, your message can reach a captive audience eager for your products or services. Take advantage of over 10,000 monthly social media impressions to boost your brand's visibility. Imagine the impact of your message resonating with this engaged community. 
Don't miss this incredible opportunity to increase brand awareness, drive traffic, and grow your business. Contact us today to secure your exclusive ad spot on the American Football in Finland podcast. Get ready to score big with your target audience.